everybody. Welcome to the Sports. 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 Podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Pomaville. And joining us, as always, is the sports outsider, Phil Randall. I can't help but notice that there's a slight <laughs> delay and tinniness to Jordan. There is. I don't know what you're talking about. I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, guys, uh, what, what we're, we're, we're witnessing right now is a positively groundbreaking moment in podcasting history. Yep. Uh, using cutting-edge technology, we have brought Jordan here to the studio, studio, studio from his apartment in Nashville. Yeah. Via the internet. Via the internet. What? It's a wondrous time that we live in. It's pretty outstanding, you guys, to be a part of this technological breakthrough. Absolutely. Yeah, finally, we put a man on the moon. Uh, Skype speaking. We actually invented this technology to continue the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Like James Cameron with uh, Avatar. Yes. Uh, and, 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 and as we all know, Jordan, the most important thing in comedy is timing. There we go. <laughs> Perfect. So this is going to be a great show. We're going to definitely going to do this again. <laughs> uh, what do we got on the show this week? Uh, well, we got, we got one heck of a show ready for you. That's folks. true. Right, Jordan? That's correct. There, that was fast. That was <laughs> there, good. there we go. Great. Yeah, so uh, so we're gonna have on Marshawn Lynch. Okay, he's coming on to clear the air. Clear the air. All right. The air does need to be cleared. The yeah, air does, does need to be cleared. Well, the thing is, Marshawn Lynch now a spokesman for Skittles. Oh, they could use this. Yeah, they, they could use this. this. And as we all know, they got dragged into something that they did not necessarily want to be a part of. No, uh, nor did anyone. Yeah, Donald Trump Jr. <laughs> made an analogy about Syrian refugees involving Skittles. Uh, and, and involving poison Skittles, which I'm sure neither thing the Skittles company was happy about. So wow. Marshawn Lynch is going to come on, talk to us about what a wonderful company uh, and product Skittles are. That's fantastic. We also have the um, longest uh, L.A. Rams fan. Oh, like the, the longest uh, running L.A. Rams fan? Yeah, the longest L.A. Rams fan. So is... this must be a very old person. I yeah. don't know. I have not seen this person before, but they, they claim to be the longest okay. L.A. Rams fan. Very excited to maybe hear a bit about the history of the L.A. Rams. Oh, yeah. They could probably tell us about watching uh, Eric Dickerson in the L.A. Coliseum and, uh, and, and, and all of that stuff. And Magic Johnson. And, yeah, it'll be Magic great. Johnson's it'll be really good. Are there players that absolutely played for the Los Angeles Rams? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's going to be exciting. And, uh, hey, Phil, do we have a wide world of red sports? You're goddamn right we do. <laughs> yeah, we, we do. Jordan, do we have a wide world of weird sports? Let me check on that. Yeah. All right, we do. Even in the first, first Nashville wide world of weird sports... That's fair. Yeah. I'm going to have to look one up really quick now. Thanks for putting me on the spot. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but first, news, news, news. <laughs> news, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. Jordan via satellite. News, news, news. Well done. It wasn't too long of a delay. Politics and sports don't mix. Let's mix them. Ooh. At long last, mixing of politics and sports. Sacramento mayor and former NBA player Kevin Johnson smacked in the face with a pie. Whoa. Oh, that's hilarious. I love it when that happens. It's yeah. so much fun. What a heartwarming, wonderful, kooky story, Jordan. Right. Politics and sports. Bit of a mislead. <laughs> Uh-oh. 
A man smacked uh, Sacramento Mayor Kevin Johnson in the face with a pie at a charity dinner. I'm sure they the all former... had a good laugh. What? I said Sorry? I'm sure they all had a good laugh. A good laugh they had, Jordan. <laughs> Can you hear me, Jordan? I said a good laugh. Um, I'm just floating in my tin can here. Sure. Okay, so... The former NBA uh, star point card went on the defensive, his top aide said. The mayor had given a speech at the Seeds of Hope dinner at the Sacramento Charter High School on Wednesday night mm. before the man pulled a pie from a bag, grabbed Johnson, and shoved it in his face. Yum! <laughs> the mayor's chief of staff, Crystal Strait, said Johnson defended himself, but she would not give details. Ooh! Hopefully, was... hopefully somebody else gave details. UTs. Oh, oh, don't worry. A police booking photo Ooh, gives wow. us some clues. The the pie assailant came away with a bruised and cut eye. Wait, so this was a non-consensual pieing? Yeah, this man attacked the mayor of Sacramento with a pie. There's there's oh. better weapons. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's what? What? <laughs> not say anything we can't take back, Phil. No, I'm just saying that if the person really wanted to attack... A pie is actually not a way to hurt someone. It's just embarrassing. I feel like blew right past the fact that the mayor got pied in the face, and he totally got the guy back immediately, jacked him in the face. Wait, that's pretty great. That's where I, I thought he like tripped coming off the stage or something. He got cold cocked by the mayor of Sacramento. The the chief of staff would not give details, but said <laughs> the mayor defended himself. And then there's a police booking photo that has the guy with a bruised and cut eye. That is awesome. Boof. Do Some not... mayors are tough on crime. Mayor Johnson's tough on D. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, a that's a wonderful story. Sometimes I see these like pie people, and they come running out, and they're like, "Aren't we funny?" And just once, I'm just sort of like, I'd, "I'd like to see someone who reacts in the way that one would normally react to someone like coming at you and throwing something in your face, which is to fucking wail on you." I've got a question. What does this yes. have to do with sports? Kevin Johnson used to play uh, point guard in the NBA. For oh, okay. I see. I am a bit of a sports outsider. Uh, yes. I just heard mayor of Sacramento, and I went, "That seems." Oh, uh, in the headline, I said former NBA player. Oh no! Well, the the connection that we invented might. <laughs> Don't have... blame this on. I'm blaming Skype, on Phil. the connection. Uh, anyway, so but if you're going to protest a politician with a pie to the face, first off, you're off to a great start. Yeah, sure. The pie to the face is where nonviolent protest meets comedy so hard it ultimately becomes a violent protest. Yes. Yeah. And it's hysterical. Right. All good comedy is a little violent, in okay, my opinion. But, but if you, you but if you're gonna do this, you got to check to see if the politician you plan to pie was ever an all star in a professional sports league. <laughs> sure. Or if they appear to share a similar physical stature. To the kids who picked on you for being in the Model UN. Fair, fair. You know, there's one thing I I have noticed that very few circus clowns seem like ex-athletes. This is true. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I mean, they are very athletic in what they do. But most clowns don't get jacked in the face after hitting each other with pies because uh, there, there isn't as much of physicality... Uh, in their muscles. Muscles. I yeah. will I will say, if that circus exists, I want to go. Yeah. 
where the, the clowns are punching each other. Isn't that called the UFC? <laughs> oh. Oh. Ah. Uh, police arrested the pie assailant. Uh, assailant uh, that's uh, uh, Mr. Thompson here. Mm-hmm. They, uh, they apparently assaulting a public official is a felony, even if it's with a pie. Wow. Yeah. Uh, well, according to Vanilla Ice, anything less than the best is a felony. So maybe the charge was that it's less than the best. I uh, Johnson, Mayor Johnson, former NBA player, sure. Kevin Johnson. I got it now. Tweeted that he's doing fine, adding, thank you to the Sacramento PD for being there, missing a golden opportunity to make a joke about the police force's ample experience with pastries. Ah. <laughs> If it had been a donut, they never would have gotten that close to the mayor. That's true. He would have eaten it. They would have, uh, the, I'm not even going to go down that line of jokes. Uh, Crystal Strait, the mayor's chief of staff, emphasized that it was a very serious and scary situation. She then said there was nothing funny about it. A blatant lie that will only serve to widen the trust gap American sure. citizens have with their government. Yeah, yeah Absolutely. And, and and why did I go? I think a little blame lies on the the pie person here. It sounds like he like took him from behind and like seized him and smashed it into his face. You gotta throw the pie. I yeah. think if you run down oh, front, oh, shout oh, something mm-hmm. silly, fling the pie. You give the mayor a chance to see that it's just a pie incoming. Right, right. He can maybe duck or something. You get your point across, and you don't get jacked in the face. That's true. Yeah, see, that's the thing here. The, the chief of staff said the mayor was assaulted. I was standing right there. I'm still pretty shaken up um, while she was licking pie filling off her fingers. But <laughs> she then said, to her point, no one, including the mayor, could tell immediately that it was a pie the man was holding. Yeah. It could have uh, been a flan. Sure. A tart. Yeah. Some sort of cobbler or cake. Oh, yeah. But really, the round shape and the amount of whipped cream on top probably should have indicated pie. Yeah, or it could have just been a pudding inside of a crust, which I guess would just be a pie. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta say, though, I mean, here's the thing. Usually, uh, I cover my knives with a circular whipped cream thing. So, you know, (laughs) uh, we don't know that it wasn't a knife, you know? Someone was probably just like... that callback at the end of the show. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, after cleaning up, Mayor Johnson spoke again to calm nerves at the event, which was held in the school's garden, and featured many of the city's top restaurant tours. Really? So they were probably pretty judgy about that pie. Well, I think this is a fact the article glosses over. He's giving a speech to a rogues gallery of chefs who both have the means and ingredients to make pies. Mm. I think everyone's a suspect here. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a real inside job. Hmm, this this is clearly hand-whipped whipped cream flavored with thyme and just a dash of vanilla extract. That's pretty clearly a topping that's indicative of the, the post-colonial French style of Chef Boudreaux over there. Oh man, what if Sherlock was about a chef? <laughs> <laughs> Joining us now on the podcast is Marshawn Lynch, a some sort of footballer. Yes, hello. Hey, I'm Marshawn Lynch. It's Hi. great to see you, Marshawn, over the internet. Yeah, absolutely. This is a pretty neat setup you guys got here with Jordan. Uh, Jordan, Jordan coming in 
via the interwebs. Yeah, we invented it for this podcast. Very high tech. But look, we're here. We're not here to talk about our technical abilities. We're here to help you clear the air. Um, because we all, I mean, Skittles has been in the news lately. Yeah. With Donald Trump Jr.'s remarks about refugees and Skittles. And you are a well-known Skittles fan. Yeah. Big time Skittles fan. Yeah. Marshawn Lynch loves Skittles. Great. Okay. Well, and that's why I wanted to come on here. Yep. And clear the air. Good. Because this is, this is just a little ridiculous. I just want you to imagine if you're a PR person for yep. Skittles. How bad of a morning this winds up being. Oh, awful. Okay, so first of all, you got this guy, uh, Donald Trump Jr. That's his name? Jackass. Okay. Right? Okay, I want to go beast mode all over his face now. Oh, man, well, let's not resort to violence. Yeah. That's what got no. Donald Trump in this mess. I'm not going to do this, but he comes up with this analogy, okay, that uh, the reason why we can't accept Syrian refugees into this country, Yeah. he says it's like, oh, imagine uh, if uh, you see a bowl full of Skittles, but you know that three of them will kill you. Yeah. Not going to take a handful. Okay. Sure. And, and yeah. to me, I'm like, this is this works on so many different levels. Like, first of all, no poison Skittles. Don't put that thought in somebody's head. Right. There are no poisons. No, skills. no. But you have to understand it's a metaphor. No, I they get that it's a metaphor. Okay. It, even in the no, context. Those aren't great. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. They're not poison, but they're not wonderful. Yeah. yeah. No, but but this is sort of my point. Poison, whole different thing. That's the thing. I, I talked, I, I have a lot of discussions, okay, with with the people at Skittles about which flavors work and which don't. You have that much clout? I, of course I have that much clout. Wow. That's pretty great. <laughs> It's I, impressive. I'm just saying it's impressive. I own 51% of the company. You really? Think You're I the just, majority shareholder? I just, got into, I just got into Skittles out of nowhere. I just thought you were a Skittles advocate. I didn't know you owned 51% of the Skittles I empire. was a Skittles advocate as soon as I owned 51% of Skittles. Wow. Okay. Okay. But but on top of that, it's it's sort of a, a, a racist, awful analogy that you just threw Skittles into for no reason. Right, it was, I see, that's what I thought you were clearing the air about, was that it's, I mean, we know that you love Skittles, but it's also that it's horribly racist. Right? I was just pointing out that, yeah, on two different levels, it's terrible. You, I mean, you, you're the PR person for Skittles. Larry, he went to bed, you know, on like a Thursday, and life was good. He woke up Friday morning, shitstorm, complete shitstorm. Sure. Well, if I may, sorry to cut you off, Jordan, but if I may, uh, the, the you say that there's two big problems. There's actually one big problem, and then that's it, right? I don't think anyone thought there was actual poison Skittles. Yeah, but still, you just don't want them to put that in people's heads, okay? Uh, okay. I mean, just because Skittles may or may not have been in, you know, works with the Defense Department to create poison Skittles. Wait. For, oh. For use as biological warfare. Because what? Who, who can not eat Skittles? That's a what? Big, lemon ones, wasn't it? They put the poison in the lemon ones. I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> they do? They, they eat the lemon ones all the you're time. You're not listening. They don't, okay? They're they're in completely separate facilities. There's no way that the poison Skittles what? could make themselves, make their way into the main Skittles. But those supply. exist. There actually are poison Skittles. I mean, we may or may not have developed some poison put them Skittles. Why would you Mike or something nobody eats? Yeah. No, and this is sort of my point. Or vegetables. Make poison vegetables. That's much better. Right. But no, they had to go with this. And that's the thing, if anything, and I'm saying hypothetically, hypothetically, yeah. if if in fact the 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 you know Skittles company had been, you know, working on creating poison Skittles. Your Skittles company, but yeah, go on. That they were going to then <laughs> airdrop into Syria as a way to fight ISIS. What? 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 
<laughs> you you were going to make poisonous Skittles to airdrop into Syria? That's a hundred times more racist. Hypothetical. Hypothetical, no. No, 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 Marshawn. No, no, no. That's not fair. No, you can't do that. You came on and said there was two problems. One, that they made, made up poison skittles, and the other, that the analogy is racist. It turns out you made poison skittles, and you did an even more racist thing with it. It's not racist. We're specifically targeting ISIS. With the, I mean, we, we would hypothetically be specifically targeting ISIS. And this is my point, okay? This is problem number three. In the event that Skittles have been working with the Defense Department to create a massive program to airdrop poison Skittles into ISIS-controlled territory and therefore kill ISIS fighters, Donald Trump Jr. just completely screwed that whole program there. Blew the lid off of it, okay? That is, again, another not Look, if Jordan, I'm sorry, Jordan. patriotic of him. Yeah, yeah, this is, this is the problem, right? Is that Skittles... Even if you target ISIS, there's going to be collateral damage. Skittles make their way into schools. Trust me, I went to school, and there were some bad kids who would trade Skittles around the schoolyard. Of course, I always abstained. I want to run for president someday. But other kids would eat those Skittles, and if they were poisoned, come on. Yeah, well, that's the... Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that there weren't flaws with this hypothetical, completely classified program, okay? I'm not, I'm not saying that it wound up being a completely useful program that we put out there. But How am... many children died, Marshawn? Well, it's hard to say. How many children? It's hard to say how many children died specifically from poison oh, Skittles God. in Syria because children are dying from ISIS and stuff. They were Syria. just children. Okay. They were just children, Marshawn. Look, either way, the point is, all right, it was a racist analogy it made people think that there were poison Skittles, which is wrong, because there are no poison Skittles. And see, if there were hypothetically poison Skittles, okay, they would be okay. part of an you, important you know Department what? of this Defense is, program. This, this clearing the air went way off the rails. I don't think you cleared the air at all. In fact, I think you made things definitively worse. And to you, sir, sorry to cut you off, Jordan, I bid you farewell and good day. Get off my podcast. Joining us now on the podcast, we have the longest-serving L.A. Rams fan, Derek Holt. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey. Okay, I'm, I, I hate to, I hate to, to right out of the gate seem somewhat. No, by all here. means, ask me whatever you want. I am the longest uh, yeah. L.A. Rams fan. Derek, you do not look a day over fifteen. Uh, I am a day over 15, <laughs> exactly one day over 15. Okay. I am 15 in a day. Happy birthday to me yesterday. Happy birthday to you yesterday. Uh, how is it possible? I mean, it seems like you, you wouldn't even been alive the last time the LA Rams were around. No, I've been alive the whole time the LA Rams have been around of this iteration. I'm, I'm sorry. This- I'm the longest running Rams fan of this iteration of the Rams. And I know everything about the L.A. Rams. But, but, okay, so what what can you tell us? Of this iteration. Of this iteration, okay. So so you you don't have any memory of Eric Dickerson? I don't don't know who Eric Dickerson is. Willie Deacon? That's uh, no such person. (laughs) That's... I was a couple of good receivers by Willie Willie. No, that was a completely different team. Okay. That was a different team, different time. This is... Uh, I I have loved the LA Rams ever since the news announcement that they were moving here about six months ago. I was immediately yeah. on board, and I just studied whenever I had free time. Okay, um, 
Well, I got to say, Derek, uh, I don't know that we would have booked you in the podcast if that had been completely clear. You haven't even given me a chance, Joel and Jordan. Just give, <laughs> just feel free to throw out any question about the L.A. Rams, and I, I will, I'm ready to answer it. I mean, you mean based on... Of this iteration, yes. Yeah, based on the two games that they've played so far. Yeah, has it been two? <laughs> it has, in fact, been two. Okay, I missed one. <laughs> That's... But you know what? It's not part of being the longest-running L.A. Rams fan to just know everything that happened in every game. I know about the history of this iteration of the LA Rams. The history. The history. The history. Like I the was last around for six all of it. months? Yep. Ask me anything. About the I, I don't even know what to ask you. Ask me a question months. and I'm ready to answer it. Okay. Uh you know, wh- how did you feel about the uh the the decision to trade away all those draft picks to 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 draft Jared Goff? Really good. Yeah. And those are the kind of things that uh, the longest-running L.A. Rams fan would know. Because I mean, people, these these Fairweather fans <laughs> that just jumped on during game two yeah. that I apparently they had, you know, they, they haven't <laughs> been in it as long as me. Well, it sounds like they've watched just as many games as you have. When I'm telling my great-grandkids about the, LA, the history of the L.A. Rams in the year 2095 – then uh, this is going to, I'm going to be, it's going to be wise grandpa, wise grandpa Derek. Sure. And wise grandpa Derek's going to be like, yeah, I guess I missed that second game. I, hey, I could go watch, watch it on YouTube. Can't, I've been I watching YouTube since I was born practically. I, I don't think football's on YouTube. And people rip it. <laughs> okay. Uh, wow. Ask me anything. Ask me trivia. I want to show <laughs> off my skills because there's a girl I like. Okay, what what stadium uh, did the Rams play in for their first game back? The Coliseum. There you go. Yeah, there you go. More trivia like that, uh, <laughs> and for sure Rochelle will start liking me. Okay, who's who's the coach of the LA Rams? Oh man, I know this. I know this one. I know this. Give me the first name. Jeff. Give me the last name. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Derek. No, I know it. I just don't know it I don't think right if now. I, if I give you both the first and the last name, it's a clear sign that you don't know it's it. It's Jeff. It's Jeff, 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 Jeff. I told oh. you that it was Jeff. This is a, I know, and I knew that. It's Jeff, and I can't. Oh, it's Jeff. It's Jeff. It's Jeff. Oh, man. Um, I know this. It's not that I don't know it. It's that you don't know it. You Look, clearly don't know it. Part of being a fan doesn't mean knowing everything, right? It's about the love, and I love the Rams. I've loved them for months. <laughs> Okay. I mean, I really became more of a fan when they started playing. Well, I imagine. So it's hard to be yeah. a fan of something where they didn't even play yet. Okay. Who's the starting quarterback for the Rams? Oh, it's, um, um, give me that first name. Give me the first name. I don't want to, I don't, this is. Just, no, just give me the first name. I don't want to give you the names. Give of the me the first, just give me the first name. You don't even know who's starting. Who's? No, I know who it is. I just can't, I have to jog my memory. Casey. 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 Is that a K, capital K, capital C, or Casey? No. That's, but, but do you know his last name? Casey. Now that I've given you his very distinctive first name? Look, I just call him Casey because I'm the longest-running Rams fan. So. Okay. that's All right. So who's, who is the star player for the whole team uh, in the offense? Who do you think is the most recognizable guy on the entire team? They're all stars to me. Oh, and that's something that, is... that only someone who is the longest L.A. Rams fan would say. Every single one of them is unique and special in their own way looking for Todd Gurley Todd Gurley's great he's great he's almost as good as Casey (laughs) are there coach Jeff he's he's much better than Casey I don't think there's anybody who would argue the fact all right look I've got to clear the air with you 
Uh, yeah. My dad bought me this Rams hat a couple weeks ago, and I pretended to really like the Rams. Yeah. I actually, I've never really seen the Rams. Yeah, it's pretty clear. But, you know, you when you guys saw me walking down the street in the Rams hat, and you said, hey, who are you? Uh, nice hat. And I said, well, I'm the longest running Rams fan. I was just trying to impress you. Yeah, well, we had originally assumed that you moved here from St. Louis. Yeah, one, you would think. And now it's time for another wide world of Sports. Wide world of sports. What do we got this week? Jordan, this week is a doozy. What's that? What's weird? This week's wide world of sports in honor of Jordan, the Nashville Predators. Wow. The Predators. I actually know some Predator trivia. There we go. In that case, try to cut me off uh, and say things before I do. (laughs) The Nashville Predators are a professional ice hockey team based in Nashville, Tennessee. What? Hey, Phil. The Nashville Predators are a professional ice hockey team based in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, Jordan, I know there's a little delay because of uh, because of this new technology, but uh, I already covered that. You'll hear it pretty soon. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I cut you off? I didn't mean to cut you off. No, it's fine. It was actually timed out very well. It's just that okay. I'd already okay, said sorry, it. Sorry. Uh, they are members of the Central Division of the Western Conference of the National Hockey League, which is weird. Central Division of the Western Conference? How much they segment this thing, huh? Yeah, well, they, it's, it's there's there's three divisions in each conference now, but then also like uh, there's a lot fewer Western teams. Yeah, for whatever reason. So the 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 you know for a long time Detroit was in hey guys, the Western Conference. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Nashville's in the Central Division of the Western Conference. Jordan, you mi- might have missed it because of the delay uh, again, but it was actually pretty well timed. You didn't cut any of us off, but we already said that part. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, it's sorry, no problem. Man. It's weird that the delay occurs before, but then when I correct him, he says sorry right away. Uh, I just point out how strange that is. Uh, the Predators joined the NHL as an expansion team in the 1998-1999 season, so they were still worried about Y2K, went forward with it anyways. Uh, and they play their home games at Bridgestone Arena, home of the tires. Oh, because that's a tire company. Yep. I thought that was like another team for a second. No, no, absolutely not. No. Uh, Franchise history. Uh, First attempt to bring NHL hockey to Nashville. In the late 1995, rumors began to circulate that the New Jersey Devils would be relocating to the planned Nashville arena. Uh, Boy, I I mean, the New Jersey Devils had a lot of support from, yeah. The Mafia? You were going to say the Mafia, weren't you? No. Okay. And in 95, they just won the Stanley Cup. Oh, okay. That would have been tough then. Uh, Nashville offered a $20 million relocation bonus to any team that would relocate, and the Devils attempted to terminate their lease with with New Jersey before finally restructuring to stay put. $20 million. $20 million and don't have to live in New Jersey anymore. Right. They did that with a boot tax primarily. Boot tax? Jordan, you may have so missed it, but I... They, they put a tax on boots. It was very unpopular in the area. Jordan, you may have missed it, but I said the boot tax thing just a second ago. It must be the delay. But I'm really messing with Jordan. Uh, the 1997 to 1998 uh, season, after attempting to get the Devils, 
Uh, NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman noted that Nashville would probably be uh, would probably at least be considered in an upcoming expansion. The arena was opened in 1996, and after an attempt to bring the National Basketball Association or NBA's Sacramento Kings uh, did not go through, the city instead went after a hockey team. Did you say the Nashville Basketball Association? No, the National. Yeah. Basketball. Did I say Nashville? I thought you said Nashville. And for a second there, I was just sort of like, wow, that's... Who needs a hockey team if you have your own professional basketball association? In fairness, Jordan, correct me if I'm wrong on this bit of Nashville history. Uh, anybody in Nashville can just start any organization they want. Oh. That's true. That's absolutely true. Jordan, you may have missed it because of the delay. Uh, stuff with boot taxes. Right. Jordan, I think you missed it because of the delay, but I answered for you and said it was true. Uh, so you probably just missed that because of the delay. Uh, but this is going wonderfully. Don't worry about it. Uh, in January 1997, a group led by Wisconsin businessman Craig Leopold made a formal presentation before the NHL requesting an expansion franchise. When Bettman and league officials visited Nashville to tour the arena, thousands gathered on the arena plaza to greet them. Thousands. Thousands. And forgive me if I'm wrong, Jordan, please correct me, but I believe Nashville is a city uh, made up of many thousands of people. Correct. Jordan, you may have missed it because of the delay, <laughs> but I actually was waiting so long that I said correct before you did. Did you talk about the mascot yet? <laughs> uh, I will right now. Uh, the mascot... Well, Jordan, why don't you talk about the mascot? The mascot's name is Nash, spelled G-N-A-S-H. God, that is so awful. Be- see, Nash Joel, this, see, is Joel pre- this is why it's not Nash awful. Nash is a prehistoric saber-toothed tiger. Right. Because their name is the Predators, and I don't think you got this, Joel, but uh, they're... Placed in Nashville, so that's where Nash got from. But also, it's a double entendre about gnashing, the gnashing of teeth. Yeah. Right? Like, uh, so that's why it's not a dumb name. It's a great name. No, I got it. And, yeah. Uh, and I think it's... Well, here's the thing. I feel yeah. like, you know, there's already, like, like, every team that has an animal for a mascot, save, like, three. Okay. The, the, the animal is a predator of some sort or another. Yeah. You got your lions, you got your tigers. You got your you got browns. Your, yeah, your, yes, your pears. Yeah. But, like, all of them. And then you come along and you're like, oh, we're the Nashville Predators. It's just sort of like, what What are you even doing with that? Right, That's it's like calling yourself, thing. like, the Kansas City Animals. Yes, exactly. It's like, what? The, 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 you know, the, the. The Wichita types of people. Right. The, the Wichita careers. The West Kentucky nouns. <laughs> and that brings it into another wide world of weird sports. Citizens of Podcast Town, this comes to the close of the sports. 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 Podcast. Before we go... Phil's going to give you our contact information. You can email us at sportsportsportspodcast.gmail.com. That's sportsportsportspodcast.gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash sports3podcast. Sometimes we do live streams with Jordan gone. Sometimes we don't because there's already a lot of technical complications in the show, and I don't feel like it. 
Uh, or you can find all of our episodes by going to soundcloud.com slash sports, the number three podcast. Hey, guys. Hey, Joel. I'm just, I'm just waiting for Joe. Jordan's on a horrible delay. You can't wait for time, Joel. Yeah. Oh, okay. Lights off. have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.